Hey yo, let me holler at you for a minute. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? If you have, let me tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me break it down for you. Anchor has tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, come here, it's free. Don't let nobody know I told you that. So, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast would like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Chance, creating hope and needed care for everyone. Chance provides outpatient counseling services for individuals with mental health and addictive disease needs. At their clinics, you'll be assessed to determine your specific treatment needs. The staff at Chance then works together with you, your family, your community partners, and other supportive people that you choose to develop your strengths, skills, and self-determination that will allow you to live an empowered life. If you or someone you love is in need of the care and services offered by Chance, please contact them at 877-393-8184. Or you can email them at contactus at chancecreatinghope.org. For more information, please visit www.chancecreatinghope.org because everyone deserves a second chance. Hey, hey, Kurt. Hi. What's going on, Brandon? Yo. All right. I think we're all on here now. I think everything's good. Um, I will have this sorted out by next week. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to look at some other things and see if there's a maybe another platform even that we can use to get us all on here without this issue. So I apologize about that. All right, that's cool. No problem. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to try this now for the third time. Um, <laughs> we're back with the next episode of the new and improved Wrestling With My Thoughts. I'm joined by my fellow hosts, Brandon and Kurt. How you get? How you guys doing? Doing, doing good. Right. Doing all right. All right, man. How was your holiday weekends? Not long enough. Outside, uh, <laughs> outside with Kurt. Amen to that, man. I, uh, I did something that... Um, I never thought I would I would do this weekend and uh, went house shopping. Um, I went through the, the process of house shopping with my ex-wife, but um, thankfully her name was the only one on that mortgage. Um, so I went through the process, but I didn't go through the process, if you follow me. Yeah. So that was exciting, man. Um, so what about you, gents? What did y'all do? I went jet skiing this weekend. That I and I never thought I would ever do that, and because I'm I'm not a water person at all, mm-hmm. and my my homeboys convinced me to go, and I could not believe how far out in the ocean I went. 
I bet you had a ball. It's fun, ain't it? It is fun. And it I is fun. And I bet you was sore shit. First time I did that, I was like a like a kid on Christmas morning. Yeah. And then the, the only thing you hear, it started raining, and that as fast as you go, the rain hit you, and it's thing, it's thing. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I bet you. I, uh, I got a chance to do that. And, uh, I had a good time. Had a good time. Good, good, good. What about you, Brandon? How was your, your holiday? It was not long enough. I am sitting here as we speak with a little something in my hand, dreading going to work in the morning. Y'all know what type of job I do. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not very happy right now because I can't believe it's over. But um, I went to, uh, went to two cookouts, went to the family cookout in the country on Saturday. That was a great time. It was good to see everybody again. And then um, uh, one of my homeboys threw a cookout for his birthday. And so I did that on Sunday. And then yesterday, I just, yesterday, I finally just had a day where I could just sit down and do absolutely nothing. And that's exactly <laughs> what I did. Nothing wrong with that. Because you, cause you know Tuesday wasn't nothing but another Monday, so. Yeah, and luckily oh, for us, man. it was a work. It was a work day for us, so they let us instead of us having to go into the building, they let us stay home. So that was that was nice. So you know, but <laughs> yep. So in the world of wrestling, um, did uh, I, I think we already talked about it a little bit, but I don't think any of us caught AEW on Wednesday, correct? I know I didn't. I saw a little of it, but not all of it. Yeah, okay. Um, and then, Kurt, you watched All Out, and I did too. Brandon, did you did. see All Out? I didn't. I didn't okay. watch it. Okay. Um, I mean, we, we said this earlier when we, we first attempted this, but um, the it, it's going to sound like we're just tearing AEW apart. And I guess, I guess we are to a degree, but it's not because any of us hate AEW. It's just things aren't right. It's the booking is all over the place. There there are way too many, way too many mess ups and uh missed spots. Um and it's it's just it's a mess. They've got some good athletes. They've got some really good wrestlers. It's just the booking is is horrible. And Kurt, I think before we got disconnected last time you were you were gonna go into it. You said that's not what it is for you. No, Tony Khan, he, he he doesn't have anybody telling him. He has a bunch of yes people around him because his booking and with the decisions he's making are terrible. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it makes no sense on what they're doing. And 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 now, because Jim Cornette used to just tear him apart, and I'm like, well, Jim, you're being rough on him. Like, no, but Jim Cornette was right. You know, yep. the shit he's doing is it, terrible. Yeah. And nobody's telling them, like, hey, Tony, this, this, you know, you can do this. This, this not gonna work. I think it's, I, I think it's, you know, obviously, I have no inside knowledge, but I think it's a combination of that, and I, I think that he thinks he's a great booker, so he doesn't. If anybody does come to him, he doesn't listen to him, and I think he gives way too much creative freedom to. Uh, Omega and the Young Bucks and Adam Cole. And, and if just, he's doing that, then, then you know, and that's if, if that's what's happening, that that's probably why. Because yeah. it, it, it's terrible. It's terrible. It, it is, man. Run, it, can't let the inmates run the asylum, man. 
What's that, Brandon? I said you can't let the inmates run the asylum. Right. Right. And that was always the difference between WWE and WCW. And Eric Bischoff says it all the time on his show. WCW was a wrestling company ran by a television company. Yep. And WWE is a wrestling company ran by a wrestling promoter that happens to be on TV. And that's what happened with, with WCW. It, the inmates ran the asylum and things got way too chaotic and it imploded. Now, it didn't help that you had people trying to take it down from the inside. If you guys haven't ever read the book uh, by Guy Evans about Nitro, give that book a read. It's It's got some information, most likely, that neither one of you have, have ever heard or considered before uh, as it relates to the fall of WCW. I wonder if that book is on Audible because I got like eight credits. I've never it is. Before. It is. That's how I heard it. Cool. So what? So what is what is the book about? It's it talks about the guy, uh, the the gentleman that wrote it, Guy Evans. Um, he went in and actually talked to former executives for Turner. Uh, he went back and looked through financial reports for Turner, and made the case that yes, Bischoff made some bad decisions, which Bischoff has owned up to, to his credit. Um, you know, twenty five years after the fact. <laughs> But he owned up to it. Um, but it it paints a different picture because most of us fans, at least I know I did, I'll speak for myself. Most of us just shit all over Bischoff for destroying WCW. And yes, he had a hand to play in it, but there was some funny bookkeeping going on behind the scenes. And there were a lot of things that his hands were tied on. And he was fighting... Ted Turner essentially was the only person within Turner that wanted WCW on the air. Nobody yeah, else wanted. Yes, yeah. so, so I, I do. I do know that. So I do know that, and I do know that every time um, WCW made any money, it, it didn't go to their pro their books. It went to the TNT uh, company. Yeah. 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 So for, for all those millions that, that WCW actually generated during the Monday Night Wars, very little of it showed on their bottom line. Most of it showed on, on the Turner bottom line. That's correct. That's right. So, um, But yeah, I, I just think I see a lot of similarities uh, between the final days of WCW and what's going on in AEW right now. Um, and we'll get into the whole scrum. Uh, in, in a little bit because that to me was way more exciting <laughs> than the pay-per-view. Um, and I want to ask you guys some questions uh, once we get to that. But uh, Kurt, was there any match on that card that you would say was your favorite match? No. Agreed. No, I was not, not at all. I was kind of um, lost on the... Um... The CM Punk and um, Moxley. Moxley, yeah. That, that, I was confused on that. Yeah, I. I, I so how do you? So the so and maybe. So this is the thing. So I so I watched it um, Sunday, and I was like, okay, well maybe because 
CM Punk is at home in Chicago. Maybe that's why they let him lose the way they did the week before and have him come back and win. I said maybe that's their answer to it. It still didn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It may, especially for that match. Um, I looked at it, and you guys were right. That match was less than five minutes. It was three minutes and some change. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I was. I unlike you, I was kind of lost on the whole Punk and Moxley match. Um, Moxley is just not a good wrestler to me. Um, I, I, I agree. I, I didn't like him when he was in the Shield. I certainly didn't like him after the Shield broke up. But he's just, I don't know, man. He's, I don't know. I will, it's like he's I, I will say. I will say. I, I never, I never liked anybody in the Shield at all. I, I, I always thought the Shield was well, overrated, look, and I never well, liked any of them. Well, good Lord, Kurt. <laughs> Roman Reigns, you ain't like Roman Reigns at all. The muscle. I like him now, but then I'm like, where these guys come from? Because they never just introduced them and just brought them out like the Shield. Like, who are these guys? That was when NXT was on. NXT wasn't on network television yet. I think that the network. Now this is even dang. This before the network even got started. So then that's why I was like, I said, why? And that's that was my thing. Like, why are they? Why? Who are these guys? And why are they pushing them so hard? And that's why. That's why. That that's what pissed me off. Brandon, a little bit of a technical note. Would you mind speaking up just a little bit? Because I can hear you, but it's really low. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank I you. That's much better. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. I, just, I, I, just, I had to readjust my headset. All right. You can hear me now? We're good? Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know exactly what was the – what brought the shield about? I do know those guys were in in NXT, and but the the only one that I can remember because I wasn't watching any NXT all the time when they were there. I think even before NXT, it's when it was Florida Championship Wrestling. Still, I think. Yep. Um, I no disrespect to Roman Reigns, but in NXT, I didn't see him or Dean Ambrose stand out uh, or. John Moxley, but Seth Rollins, when he was on NXT and in Florida Championship Wrestling, looked way better than he does now. Because it's like yeah. everybody else, they make it up to, to Raw or SmackDown and they completely change everything about it. And I think he sucks. I think he sucks. I, I Rollins, don't like nothing about him. Yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell yeah. is going on. All, all the all the laughing and just the, I, they the, he sucked right he sucked. <laughs> I, will, I will say I, I will say the only person that could pull off the joker that pulled off the joker gimmick in my opinion was Sting back when he did it in TNA. Cause that's what Seth Rollins is essentially doing right now. He's doing the Joker gimmick, and it's like I right, uh, pick another superhero because that's. And you know what you you might be right, but you know I want to crack him in his goddamn head, and maybe that and maybe. <laughs> And I think he might maybe he's doing the a good thing because I want to crack him this head. So maybe he's doing he's it right. But that's that's the thing though, Kurt. What I, what I don't understand is, and I I I never heard it till I started listening. Of course, I don't guess we would have because we weren't working in the business. But I'd never heard the term "go home heat" until Jim Cornette. I heard Jim Cornette say it, and. Now that I understand what that is, 
that's the thing with me. Like, yeah, you want to crack him in his head, but you don't want to crack him in his head because he's a good heel. You want to crack him in his head because you hate that fucking gimmick. Yeah. And he's got go home heat. Like, get the fuck out of here. We don't like you. That's not Ric Flair and and uh, Adrian Street, those guys, when they were heels, shit, the Brain Busters, all of those guys, when they were heels, you didn't like them because you thought they were like they were they were beating up on your favorites. Yeah. Seth Rollins is just stop, go home. Yeah, yeah. So there was a, there was a point in time I really wanted to, if I could grab put my hands around Triple H, I would have because he used to go whoop me his ass every week. Say that again, Brandon. I said. I said at one point in time when Triple H was becoming the game, and that time when he was going up against The Rock and Mick Foley and Stone Cold and all them, yeah, that guy had, he had legitimate heat where I wanted to jump through the screen and attack him. I remember that as a kid, yeah. but now I don't even think I can't even see a heel in the business right now where it's like I really well besides maybe MJF where he was on that last little run, but other than that, I'm just like okay. So speaking of MJF. And maybe it's maybe I'm you know maybe it's me, and Jim Cornette is just high on him and think he's the you know a great wrestler heel. I I don't see any talent in this guy, at all. I, I don't see it. I'm not a huge fan of his wrestling. I don't think he's bad. I think he's pretty decent. So I don't mind watching a match with MJF in it. What I like about MJF, MJF doesn't have go home heat. MJF yeah. makes you hate him because he's an asshole. Yep. Yeah, but I just I don't understand. I I just don't understand the, the why invest and in pushing. I I just don't see it. Okay. Look at AEW and who else would you push ahead of him? Nobody. I don't see there's nobody on the <laughs> roster. But I'm like, <laughs> but why why him? Because I'm just like. I just don't see it in him. Because I'm he, like, who is, is this guy? Anybody, he stands out. In the, is there anybody in the wrestling business you would push besides him? Anybody in the wrestling business, period. Right now. Yeah, I... I um, As a heel. Now, I, I honestly think the reason, and again, I have no inside knowledge, but my speculation is the only reason he came back to AEW is because his size and WWE wouldn't have it. And you might um, be right about that. Because he's he's not that tall um, in, in terms of wrestling height, but I think that's why he didn't go. And honestly, he would have probably made more money in the long run had he been able to go to WWE, but AEW is the better place for it. To do what he wants to do, AEW is the better place right. for it. I feel like the WWE would have turned him into another version of the Miz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, Brandon, I agree. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, and yeah. now I, I like him. Uh, well, let me rephrase. Well, no, I'll say that I like him. Um, I don't think I'm not high on him like Cornette is, but I like. Him. Um, I don't know, but just that jackass. I don't know. I just I like the fact that he he is. A heat seeking people. Yeah, he's an asshole. He's an asshole. He's, a, he's an old school. <laughs> he, he's a 
He's an old school heel through and through. I'm like any person. A- absolutely, and that's why he that's why I don't like him. But I just don't see like how y'all just. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I, I I just don't get it. I don't get it. What What I didn't understand is the reveal at the end of the pay per view that he was the one that Punk was going to be facing. Oh, I yeah, I, that, I, I didn't away. understand and that either. I saw that coming a mile away. When I saw that, I, I didn't catch a little bit of the highlights. When I, I saw that I, a mile away, I said, oh, that's MJF under that mask. Right. And who, who, and who else is going to be? To me, that, that wasn't a good oh shit moment. To me. No. Because if if that's you're going to be under a mask like that, in my opinion, and you're going to build it up like that, it needs to be somebody like that's not been there or that hadn't been seen in a while. Exactly. You know, a, um, a, so a lot of people thought it was going to be Bray Wyatt, and, and I'm still figuring they're trying to figure out, because I wasn't a, a big Bray Wyatt fan, but where is he? What, what's going on with him? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah Brandon, you disagree? That's where we disagree. Because I was now, I didn't like the fiend. I hated the fiend, but Bray Wyatt, as a wrestler, I loved that that gimmick. No, I, I can stand. Kurt, I told Kurt, if they didn't screw it up, he could be the next Undertaker. Very true. I love the injury. I I, I, I I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it at all. But to answer your question, Kurt, what what's up with him? I, I honestly think he has some some like legitimate mental health issues going on. Um, hmm. and I think the way the meat grinder process that that WWE puts you through, I think that got to him a little bit. Um, at least okay. some of the things I've read. So I guess he's just sitting back. I'm sure that that Tony Khan reached out to him. Um, yeah. and that would be a surprise to have him come in. Now, if they have him come in, I hope they don't ruin him like they did, you know, rest in peace, my condolences to the family, but they don't give him something stupid like they did Luke Harper. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just the stupidest thing ever. And I was a big, I was a big Luke Harper fan, too. Out of all three of those whites. Luke Harper, Luke Harper was my personal favorite. I yeah, but that's why I enjoyed That's why you cannot have you have you can't have yes people around you. You need people around you to say, "Hey, man, what we doing is wrong, and let's let's go in a different direction." And you, if you need more advice, let's get more people on, on the team to, to to lead us in the right direction. Yeah, get some get some and, wrestling people in there to do this because it can't because the whole thing is just because I'm the boss don't mean. I everything need to go through me and, and I'm I make the final decision because that's wrong. Right. Then what I, he's I, doing right now is wrong as hell. Cause he, they have a lot of talent. It it can be a very good promotion, but what they're doing, you you drip you run in the ground and you're gonna lose viewers every week because you the yeah. shit you're doing. Here here's what I thought Sunday looking at that that pay-per-view. And I thought it before, but it really hit home with that pay-per-view because that that pay-per-view was just garbage. It was a mess. It was terrible. It was terrible. Um, I am so glad I was occupied now. <laughs> <laughs> they are a promotion that would normally be running 
in like a, a thousand seat rec center. Yeah. But because they, and they're doing the shit that people who run, and no disrespect, because I'm going to a show in, in October in Thomaston, Georgia, that's a small venue. Um, so I'm not shitting on that, but they're, they're not, when I say they're, AEW is not, they're not doing wrestling to me. And for, here, here's what I think we need to do as, as fans. I think we need to come to some sort of consensus on what wrestling is. And for me as a fan, wrestling is, we, we, know, we know it's simulated, we know it's predetermined, we know all of that. But for me, wrestling is a simulated fight. Therefore, it should be made to look as real as possible. And give it that that real, legit sport feeling. Right. And Brandon and I were talking about this before you joined earlier, Kurt. Looking back at the Attitude Era, and I think we said it last week, there was bullshit in the Attitude Era. There was some dumb shit in the, in the Attitude Era. Absolutely. So it's not to say there were some there were some dumb shit when me and you were watching back in the 80s. So that's not to say that dumb things don't happen in wrestling. The difference with AEW to me, and in my opinion, it's one dumb thing after another dumb thing after another dumb thing Absolutely. after another dumb thing. A absolutely. Absolutely. Because even and, even in, in the even in the 70s and 80s, as we all of us go back through and watch wrestling. It was always dumb shit, but it wasn't every fucking week. Right. No, no. I'll go a step further. It wasn't every single segment in wrestling or every single match. No. Nothing. Nothing it was means... always a mixed bag. It was always a mixed bag. You had your, your serious match. You had your comedy match. You had your, uh, your yeah. opening bout barn burner to get the crowd going and et cetera, et cetera. It was always exactly. a mixed bag. Exactly. So, so I don't know if y'all remember back in the 80s, um, when the no, when Kurt, I wasn't born yet. So yeah, so hold on. So <laughs> so back in the eighties, uh, um, the, when the Russians Nikita Koloff, Adam Koloff, and uh, Kurt Khrushchev were they was they was red hot, right? So they was going against Dusty Rose and Dusty Rose like, well, I got I got a gorilla. So he had a gorilla in the cage. It was uh, Dick Mer Dick Dick Slater in the cage with a gorilla suit on, but he was acting like he had him. He had people thinking it was, it was a real gorilla. Like, I got a gorilla that's going to help me fight them. A gorilla? I remember yeah. that. <laughs> so, it, so he had a gorilla in the cage, and he in a cage with a whole gorilla suit on, and um, Nikita, Ivan, Crush Khrushchev, like, acting like they're scared of him. And then when he come to the ring, he got the, the, the gorilla head on, but he, he have on Rassler shorts. I'm like, well, what the hell were you doing right here? Wow. Dusty. Yeah. He, was, he was good for good ideas, but he had some bad ones too. Ab absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, what about the? Well, y'all probably seen y'all probably seen the RoboCop one in real time. Absolutely. Yes, that's a, <laughs> that's, that's, that's that right there. That's one of the most favorite views I watched. I said that is the dumbest shit I've seen in my life. <laughs> But you Robo know, Cop. but and they got, you and they know, got, they hooked me too because I'm like, what? They got Ro Robocop. I remember the movie. So I'm like, Robocop, let me go ahead and take a look at this. Like, but, but you know, Dusty was gone then. Dusty was gone. 
Well, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I think that was uh that was um what's his name? Jim Hurt. Yeah, I was thinking I was wow. for some reason I was thinking Barnett, but I knew it wasn't Barnett. No, that was yeah. that was Jim Hurt. That was Jim Hurt. And the and that right there is is a beautiful example of WCW being a wrestling company owned by a television company. Because the whole reason they did that was because TBS had gotten the rights to air RoboCop 2. Wow. It's the only reason they did it. And, it, and Jim Ross was over there just making it seem like it's just the greatest shit in the world. I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, it was horrible, man. It was horrible. I, it, there were several dumb things, man. Um, Going back, looking at Lawler and Mills. They did some crazy shit in Memphis. He had wrestling vampires, wrestling mummies, wrestling Darth Vader's. But again, it wasn't match after match after match. That would be one match on the card, usually early. But then they would give you the rest of the matches would be good shit. Yeah. And on AEW, yeah. it's just one bad thing after another. And I don't think it all falls on the talent. I think a lot of it has to do with what you said, Kurt. Tony Khan needs somebody to reel him in and say, no, that's stupid. Yeah, and yeah. somebody needs to... All right, we, we're about to segue into what Punk did at the scrum. That was the biggest problem I had with what Adam Page said. I didn't necessarily like Adam Page, but I didn't dislike him either. He was indifferent to me. I didn't think he was an exciting wrestler. He didn't do anything for me, but he had a lot of, uh, I don't know, pomp and circumstance behind him. But when he said, I don't need to listen to advice, I, that's it. You're done for me. Because you mean to tell me if I'm a basketball player and I've been in the game for, for five, six, seven, ten years, and Michael Jordan comes up to me and says, hey, youngster, let me give you a bit of advice. I see what you're doing here, and you're doing good, but try adding just this little step here, and it'll be so much easier for you. Why would I not listen to that? Adam Page is saying if, if the, the, the goats of wrestling right now walk up to him with some advice, he'll hear it, he'll listen to it, but he really doesn't pay it attention. Because he feels like he's got himself here, so he doesn't need anybody else's help. Mm, that's gonna be the end of his career. Yeah, yeah, and and that goes into the scrum. That's what that's where CM Punk had an issue with him. So um, hold on, so 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 it it it, it even it's further back than that. So I don't know if, if you heard about um, when. Um, when Adam Page was a champion and he was going up against CM Punk and they had a, a, a maybe they had an interview on a Dynamite or on Rampage so they was out there and Adam Page went way off script and CM Punk was shocked on what he was saying to him and didn't know how to respond and that's why CM Punk because they um, Jim Cornette and um, his co-hosts were talking about it last week and I was okay. like, I thought about it. I was like, yeah, they right. I remember that. Because CM Punk looked like, what the hell is going on? Like, what are you talking about? That's, that wasn't in the script what we, what we were supposed to do today. And he didn't know how to respond to it. I got to go back and find it and we watch it again. Yeah. So, so let me he, ask you. 
Because he, he was lost as hell. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, yeah, what he so, he said he went into business for himself. I know. Exactly. I know exactly. I know Kirk and, that, and that's why that's why a couple weeks ago when CM Punk called Adam Page out, that's why that wasn't in the script either. Because they were like, why are you calling him yeah. up? And that's why he did it. Because they were like, this is payback on what you did to me. Now, let me ask you, uh, do you all think that this is that this is a work? No. No. See, I don't either. I had a guy no. I had a guy at work today tell me no. That, no. that he he didn't think it was real. He thinks they're just trying to set no. up a match. No, 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 no. 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 Whatsoever. And that's, Adam, a, that, that, that's real know. heat right there. That's some real right. heat. Y'all know, that's know, real heat. Y'all know I'm in the Twitter version. There are some legit sources that's like because everybody's like, okay, that's a word. No, it is not. They're like, no, no that's not. legit. That's some legit shit going on that we don't yeah. even know. They're talking about now that they're saying either CM Punk is about to get fired or he's going to have to go back and apologize to everybody. No, so, Punk, Punk will go home before he apologizes. That, right, yeah, absolutely. So it's like, but that, man, but that, that, that's real heat right there. That's real heat. Yeah. He, Here's what now, I'm here's, interested in watching AEW tomorrow night just to see okay what it is they finna do because uh there's some real shit going on right now. Yeah. But here's here's the thing for me. The problem I did have, I love what Punk did. As a fan, I loved it because for one, I can't stand uh, <coughs> Omega and Bucks and he roasted the shit out of them. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He did. But the problem I do have with it is that the owner of the company, the president of the company, the CEO of the company is sitting right there beside him, letting him continue. Yep. Now, Tony Khan should have reeled that in. And if that means upsetting Punk is, in my opinion, his biggest star right now, then that just means you have to upset Punk a little bit because while I love what CM Punk did, that's also making AEW look bush league as hell. But it, it also made Tony Khan look like a dump a dummy, and that's why I, that's why I'm like, hey man, you need get these yes people from around. You had somebody right. talk to you say, hey Tony, what we what, what's going on right now? That's wrong. Don't let don't do that. Yep. Because in my opinion, what he should have done, he should have just shut down all the questions and just said, Absolutely. yeah, hey, punk, let's not talk about that. You know, uh, we're not going to air dirty laundry, whatever he needed to say. He should have said, because he's sitting there like a bump on the fucking log and not, not saying God. nothing. Like, Vince, McMahon, Vince McMahon would not have let that happen. Hell no. Okay. We're gonna go back several years. I was shocked as fuck that they gave CM Punk a live mic and let him have a time to say whatever he wanted to say for about ten minutes, and that shit was entertaining as hell. I watched it live, and I'm like, uh, and so I think, I, when, I think that's when WWE learned the lesson. <laughs> because yeah. he didn't go back because they legitimately cut that man mic off because he was getting ready. <laughs> he, he was yeah. getting ready to tell on him. And it was, so, it, it cut, they cut that mic off so fast, man. Yep. But but that goes to what you said, Brandon. Had that been Vince McMahon sitting there, first and foremost, he would have never let any of his wrestlers speak to the media. No. no. He would have spoke to the media if anybody did. But 
yeah, I'm I'm like you. Tony Khan allowed Punk as much as I like what he did, and as much as I like Punk, he let Punk make his company look bad. Yeah, because yeah. And, and I'm like you, Kurt. He sat there like a bump on a log, just looking at it. Like you can't. Now is not a time to be to be a fan and be starstruck no. because you got CM and Punk thing about it is, I'm not your friend. I'm your boss. So, right, so right. shut up. Stop I told, trying to be everybody's friend. I told the person that's helping me search for houses right now, my realtor, we're friends. We know each other personally outside of this. But on on Saturday, it was like, you know, this is business. Like, you work for me right now. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I'm going to be able to hurt. That just means that I may listen to advice, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the final decisions on what's what. And that's what Tony Khan needed to do. Tony Khan needed to assert himself as the boss and shut that shit down. Yeah. And, you know, and that's not a slight against Punk because everything Punk said, in my opinion, is true. I mean, he to me, he spoke no lies because the Young Bucks don't do anything but put over their buddies. Yeah. I almost called him Olivier. Uh, <laughs> but Omega is like, did you see his reaction after they won the, the I, I refuse to call him trios. I refuse to <laughs> won the three-man three title belt. Yeah. Sitting there like trying to cry and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and, and what the hell was up with with I don't know which Jackson it was that, that had the Hollywood Hogan going on. I don't know. They, they, they're horrible. And they, they, they suck. Yeah, the, the, the news, I don't know if you saw it, Kirk, but the thing I posted on Facebook about them supposedly threatening to leave. Did you or see leave. that? Leave. Yeah. Well, that's what I would have told them. But those, first and foremost, they ain't going nowhere because Tony Khan would sue the shit out of them for breach of contract. Yep. Secondly, nobody else is going to pay you what Tony Khan is paying you. And you're if they do pay you good money, you're not going to be able to do what you want to do, which is, to quote Jim Cornette, jack each other off. Exactly. So they weren't going anywhere, man. They, no. they Your working talent should not be and an executive vice president of the company. No, RTF and um, the Briscoes are way better than them. Way better. Hell yeah, they are. Way better. And, and I will continue to say this. Look, I have people that I love very much who are in the LGBTQ community. So this isn't a slight against them. But I don't understand how Sammy Guevara can say he would like to rape Sasha Banks and still have a job, but they won't hire the Briscoes because of a tweet or two that one of them made like 10, 15 years ago. I don't I understand. I don't understand either. I don't. I think they need to be held accountable. Yes. Absolutely. And, and, and they came back and whichever one it was that tweeted it, man, we don't hate nobody. I was just trying to say how I felt about me and mine and whatever. And I, but Sammy Guevara said he would like to rape a woman, and he's held to this woman. That was crazy. Yeah, 
and but you won't hire the Briscoes, who would bring you much more credibility than the Death Triangle, the Best Friends, and all this bullshit they got going on right now. But they won't hire him because of a of a tweet that he made. And I don't know, man. I, I that right there because of how much I like the Briscoes. And shout out to Jay and Mark because they 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 showed a fan some some great love in Nashville at Starcade. But because I like them, yeah, it, it upsets me a little bit. But it just if we're gonna say this is why this guy can't get hired, then you need to send this guy home. I don't care what he's drawing you. And I Absolutely. honestly don't think that Sammy isn't drawing a whole lot of fans to the TV. No, yeah, hell no, hell no. Damn, so they draw not, not as much as they would draw. Mm-hmm. If 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 JM Mark were to show up on AEW tomorrow, that place would go nuts At all all day, all day. Yep. And I don't know, man. I I just don't. I can't. I cannot wrap my head around. Well, let me let me back that up. I understand why the new ownership doesn't want to hire the Briscoes because it could be a, a, a public relations backlash. I get that. In this day and time, I get that. But I don't get why you still got Sammy Guevara on the roster because he said something, in my opinion, that was way worse than what Mark or Jay said. But you know how society is when it comes to women, especially black women anyway. They don't, you know, you know how that goes. The yeah, LGBT, yeah. and I'm not trying to be funny or anything like that. I'm just telling it like the way I see it. Um, the LGBT, the L, however many damn letters it is. That, that <laughs> <community>, <laughs> that, I mean, that, that community will always get the leap. You know, they will always get special. In my opinion, they will always get special reception. Like, if anybody say anything negative about them, Go ahead and you just shut shut them down or whatever. I feel like some, I, I feel like them the people that run the world right now. Same thing about a black woman they just it just sweep it up under the rug. That ain't cool. Um, yeah. No 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 woman. I don't care what race or creed. You should no man should go public and be like I would rape this woman no matter what color she is. You know that's wrong. That's that's wrong as hell. And I feel like if you're gonna punish somebody for saying something about um, the LGBTQ community. The black the um the woman tweet should have it should have the same amount of weight because basically you're in you know you're that that's morally that's just wrong you everybody know that that you know that shit ain't right so I don't get I mean I don't get it but that's just the way society is folks to talk shit about black women all day long and get away yeah. with it if you if you're the right person you say something about the LGBTQ community they are gonna shut your whole life down take all your money and we'll see and, you and under this the bridge is twenty so and. And my feelings on it are coming from a guy like me. I hate the Confederate flag and everything that it represents. Mm-hmm. Mark and Jay used to wear those head, those Confederate headbands to the ring. But I understood now that may be them because they, I, I don't get it from because of where they're from. That air, that part of the country just don't seem like redneck country to me. But they are some rednecks. Yeah. So I don't know if that's done because they're cool with the Confederate flag or because they were trying to draw heat. Probably a little bit of both, to be perfectly honest. But So I'm not saying that, that the Briscoes haven't done things that I might cringe at. 
There's not, come on, man. We're still watching WWE to this day, and they are absolutely the most racist promotion I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and that's saying a lot, Kurt, considering what we saw in the in the early 80s to mid 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, there couldn't be a black man in wrestling without him being some kind of quote unquote savage or uh some kind of voodoo man or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I just I don't know, man. I, I get off on a tangent about that because it just doesn't make sense to me. It, it, it don't. It don't. Not at all. Not at all. Did you hear that the uh, the new ownership of Turner told AEW to cut down on their cussing? No, oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. They told them to tone down the language, and um, I'm going to try to keep giving, try to quit giving rather so much free publicity to other shows I listen to because I ain't getting paid to plug them. But listening to another podcast that we like, uh, they were talking about that. And it, it just, I don't know, man. I, I sound like an old, just miserable, mean old man. <laughs> <laughs> but I swear, folks, listening to me, I'm not the crabby old man telling the kids to get off his lawn. There are wrestlers out there right now. There are wrestlers in AEW that I didn't see before AEW, or if I did, I didn't recognize them, that I like. So it's not as jack shit to do with, with modern era stuff. To me, and this is what we were talking about when the first time when we got cut off, to me, it's the little things. I don't know if you guys saw the video of AEW botches, but they did a, a full like 30, 40 second clip or something of all the bullshit ass punches these guys are throwing and that that's another thing tony khan or somebody needs to have a come to jesus meeting with their camera crew because their work they they get the worst shots at the worst times and it's either you don't know what you're doing or someone's directing you to do that either way it needs to be fixed because you're exposing yourselves yeah, These I guys agree. Just like when Jericho fell off their cage. Say what? Just like when Jericho fell off their cage. Yeah. Got thrown off their cage. We shouldn't have known that there was a box. That, we know there's a box, but we shouldn't have known there's a box at the end to catch him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's, and it's not just that, but in, in the ring, when, they, when, they, when somebody gets blood, They've showed Jericho at least two or three times pull the blade out, slice himself, and then toss oh, yeah. the blade. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and the punches that they catch, where these guys aren't punching, shit, man. I listen to guys talk about how Ric Flair used to practice that shit. He would hang a piece of thread up and punch at the thread, hitting the thread, but the thread didn't move. And I don't know that I've ever seen anybody, or not rather, not anybody, I don't know that I've ever seen Ric Flair throw a bad punch in a wrestling match. And to me, that that goes back for me, the little things. If you if you if you can't do a DDT right, don't do the damn DDT. I agree. If if you don't know uh just whatever, don't try to do it. And 
for God's sakes, make it look like you are punching the guy. And we all know from hearing the, the guys talk that sometimes you will get a bruise or two on your forehead because a knuckle hits you. Yeah. But that's, if you were a stuntman in Hollywood, you would have bumps and bruises all day long. Yeah. Yep. But that's all right. Because it may look good. Yep. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you got to make it look good. Because what you're doing now, in my opinion, is when the casual viewer checks in and watches that shit, that's, they don't stay because they like wrestling. They stay because they want to see what kind of train wreck this ends up being. And that's not the type of viewership you want. Now, maybe to Tony Khan, that don't matter because as long as he gets views, he gets money. But for fans, no. That's just garbage. Right. They're going to keep if they keep going at the rate they're going, they're gonna go out of business just like the WCW did. Because yeah, even that, today, I feel like WCW should WCW should still be around. They should. And I still I still don't understand how TNA is how impact is wrong. I, I still don't understand. I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand. We all could stand to learn something from TNA because no matter what they've gone through and we thought they were dead, they keep right on trucking. Yeah. <laughs> they figured it out. It's a good product, but they still figured it out. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, and it's terrible because I, I try to watch it, and it's terrible. But I, I don't understand how they still in business right now. Right. But see, here, here's the thing: I think is part of the problem is that we have guys now who who go on to the independent circuit and. You know, maybe they don't do the whole light tube busting shit, but they do stupid stuff like uh, the the thumb up the ass choo choo train that those guys did at that show for PWG, or shit like that the, the or the slow motion wrestling or whatever. And that's because that shit makes people in those small crowds laugh. They think that's going to be popular on a larger scale, and that's just not true because. I heard those fans Sunday, and unless they were piping in sound, in sound, those fans were into everything that was going on. But that really isn't who you're trying to get when you're on national cable. You're trying to get those people who aren't already tuning in. Because you're going to have your million, your 900,000 or whatever, that are going to tune in every Wednesday, no matter what. Just like Kirk, me and you, and Brandon, you too. Used to tune in every Monday, no matter how bad WCW got, and it got horrible there in the end. <laughs> damn so did. It got. We tuned in to watch that shit. Yeah, we damn sure did. But damn. what they lost, Thunder on Thursday, gained was everybody that didn't do that. They were scrolling through, and they're like, "What the hell? Why is this guy in the Pope Mobile talking about Vince Russo?" Now, so it, it's just. It doesn't you you may pop and, and this is no disrespect to any wrestler out there working small venues, but what works for that small crowd may not translate to national TV. Yeah. And I think that um I like how I that think... went crickets, crickets, crickets. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. 
Now, the the absolute to circle back to the the, the pay per view Sunday, the absolute worst match on that entire horrible card was uh, Takashita and and Eddie King or Eddie Kingston. How about he suspended? Huh? How about he was suspended? You thought it was straight? No, I thought Eddie Kingston was suspended. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, um, no I, I don't know. But all I know is they, they had that match Sunday. And, Kurt, if you saw it, you can you can vouch for I this. Didn't, I, yeah, I didn't see that one. Okay, go to, when we, when we get done recording, go to Twitter and, and look up the account AEW Botches. And look, it should be like, when I looked at it earlier today, it was like the third or fourth video on their on their uh, page there, and it's basically that's all that uh, Takashita and Kingston did the entire match, just chop each other in the chest. Was that early? Because because I, I I damn near watched the whole card and I don't remember that match. I can't remember if that was the. I think that was the final match on the pre-show. So I didn't. I didn't watch the pre-show. I just watched okay. the, the, the um the the main card on the pay-per-view. Yeah, we'll we'll just. I mean, you ain't even got to go to AEW botches, but just just Google Kingston and Takashita Sunday, and you sit your phone down because you will probably throw your fucking phone when you watch. It. <laughs> yeah, sit your sit your phone down, and Brandon, you. I don't know how upset you get, but. If you watch it, put your phone down so you don't throw your phone. Oh, and they don't throw my phone, but yeah, okay. And they did this for the whole match. I honestly, as I'm sitting here right now, I cannot remember one technical wrestling move being done in that match. Wow, it was horrible. So damn, damn. Oof. Well, so, what we got? Did anybody, anybody watch Crash at the Castle? I did not. Honest with you, last week I didn't watch anything because I was busy with a whole lot of shit. My my dad, my stepmom, both had COVID. Um, we just lost Kurt. So, we <laughs> lost <laughs> an hour in doing perfect. Oh, oh man. Well, that's all right. We'll carry. Maybe he'll get back on. We'll just carry on. So I'm telling him to click the link again. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll bring him back in. But, yeah, man, I just, I don't know. It's Wrestling has changed. Yeah. Wrestling has changed so much from, from what it was when I was younger. And it, it's Maybe you know I just what? can't get into it because this is what wrestling is now. You know what? I think at some point, you know, I, I think it's almost like you know how when you first meet somebody, you kind of fall in love with the person that you met, and then they just kind of, you know, people just kind of evolve a little bit, and then you might not like that person later on down the line. You still like the person that you met the first time you met them, and I think for a lot of us, it's like that with professional wrestling, even just sports in general. You know what I mean? Because there's no sport that is still the same. I'm looking at NFL highlights right now. There's no 
the NFL has completely changed from what it was 20 years ago till now. So yeah, you you're right think, about that. You're right you know, about think, that. And I and I and I think that um I remember I can't I want to say it was um I think it was Stone Cold that said this. He had his show back in the day. Um, he was just like, you know what? I have to let go of what I grew up with the type of professional wrestling that I fell in love with. I have to kind of let go of it and just kind of open my mind up a little bit and look at it, look at the product that we have now from another perspective versus basing it off of what I grew up watching because what I grew up watching is it no longer exists. It exists in some ways, but it's not the same. The world was totally different back then. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, right. So and maybe maybe that might help y'all out a little bit because I just don't I mean, I the, the era that I came up in, the Monday Night Wars, I love it. But at the same time, I didn't really I'm not just as much emotionally I got homeboys that still want the Rock and Stone Cold to come back. Like after they retired, they stopped watching. Because that's they was like, no, I don't want to see another version of this. This is what I love, and I don't want to see nothing else. So that's something I, I do want. I've, I've, I've held on for this long, but I guess I just kind of opened my mind up a little bit to just you know let's see a new. Because I'm one of those people I always just like to see new shit. So I'm like, well, let's just see a new generation of that. But a lot, you know, I'm with y'all. A lot of the stuff I'm just like, I can't get into this stuff or whatever. So you know, yeah, I, so that, I, I that, get it on both sides. That's something I want to talk about on another another episode because. I keep hearing everybody say Stone Cold is the the biggest professional wrestler ever, and I disagree with that. I think okay. he's up there. I certainly think he's up there, but I think he's up there. But I, I'm because I'm like, yeah, I, I'm like, yeah, I, I can see why you say that, but I don't agree. Yeah. Before I say anything to that, who would you put up there? I would put The Rock. Hulk Hogan. Is that your only two or you got a third one? Um, That's the reason I stopped. I didn't say anything. I thought you were coming with a third. No, no, I don't have I don't have a third one. No. Okay. Now, I don't disagree with anybody that you you well, anybody. I don't disagree with or I'm not mad at you. We're saying the rock or Hulk Hogan. Um, as much as I don't like him, um, I'll give Hulk Hogan his his credit where it's due. Um, and I think up until that time, it, it, speaking for me, I don't know what uh, people saw in the 50s or 60s, but I didn't see anything like Hulk Hogan until Hulk Hogan. No, absolutely. Um, now, with that said, I don't know what they're basing it off of, but Hogan has, I mean, not Hogan, Austin has probably drawn way more money than Hogan did. Indeed. I, I believe it. I believe that, but I, I but I also think that Rock drew the same, the, if not more equal amount that Stone Cold did. I don't know, Kurt. They, you know, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Got a seven-figure merchandise check. He did, but the Rock. So just, so just this, this, this what I'm basing this on. So the Rock went on to make to be one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Agreed. Based off of based off of wrestling. 
So I don't understand. I don't see. I just don't understand how you could say Stone Cold was the biggest now foreign wrestler when the Rock went on to do much bigger, better things. For me, I only confine it to the world of wrestling. When when somebody says who's the who's the most influential wrestler in wrestling history, um. I don't look now, and I'm not saying you're wrong, Kurt, because on that level, I agree with you. As far as world fame and money earned inside and outside of wrestling, when you combine the two, nobody has the rock beat. No, but, not by miles. Yeah, so so I just I just look at the world of wrestling, and I think, with no disrespect to the rock, because I think the rock was was right there on his heels, but I think what Stone Cold presented to the fans and brought to wrestling is probably the, to me, it eclipses what, and I'm going to take some heat for this, for what Hogan did. And no, I, I, and I, I agree with that, but I, just, I think I think Stone Cold and The Rock are right there together. I don't think that Stone Cold is over The Rock. They're definitely one in one eight. Um, yeah, absolutely. This is different. Yeah, this is the difference between Stone Cold and The Rock. Stone Cold yeah. was basically the man everybody. Wa- we wish you could walk into work and slap the shit out of our ball. Yeah, <laughs> Stone Cold. Stone Cold was the common man. The Rock was that jock that got all that got all the women, and he had these catchphrases that would just have you rolling out your chair laughing. And he could wrestle. Yeah, both of them both of and that's them why I'm like when y'all because when they keep saying the 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 greatest the um the bet the um the the biggest superstar ever in Stone Cold, I'm like, well, what about the Rock? The Rock is really literally in one. They are one <laughs> and one a literally because you know both they on two totally different spectrums, but you could not tell me there was nobody that didn't want to be Stone Cold and there was nobody that didn't want to be the Rock. Absolutely. I can live with one A, one B, but I would probably say Austin was was one B. I mean one A. Yeah. Now again, I'm so Austin's Austin's run was a whole Austin's run was a lot longer. And Austin really put the WWE like but basically Stone Cold is the reason why the WWE ended up going public. Now I I'll say yeah, so, so, so I, I I'll give you that, but the only reason because they could put the rock in a shitty gimmick in the beginning with Rocky Maivia, he had to overcome that shit and be, oh, become the rock. I I definitely think if if we look wrestling and beyond, like. If if I take that into consideration, I probably no, not probably. I would put Rock number one, but I would probably be probably put Hogan at two before Austin. Ooh. If we're taking into account everything, because yeah, because the Rock Hogan had a shitty gimmick in the beginning, he had to overcome that. Well. Yeah. Well, you know what? Stone Cold did, so we had the ring match. No, no, but, but but that was way earlier. That was way earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stone. I mean, uh, well, he was stunning Steve Austin then, but Steve Austin is, has always produced 
Now, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say nothing away from him. Nothing. The ringmaster was a horrible gimmick. Oh, uh, absolutely. Fans didn't hate him, and he still put in good work. Yeah. Well, you know, you're right, because he had already made a name in Sunday Season yeah. anyway. When The Rock came out as as Rock, uh, Rocky Maivia, he that was terrible. Wanted, that was terrible. The, yes, they wanted him to be the smiling, uh, kiss the babies and, and shake hands type baby face, and and fans hated that. Yeah, they they and and plus, I think they chose a, a horrible time to debut him too, but. They he was being they were chanting die Rocky die, yeah, and it wasn't like the you suck for Kurt Angle where that's actually a sign of respect, yeah. Right. That was like we hate this shit. Get it off our TV, yeah. But when he when they put him with the nation, and and gave him a chance to do what it is he does, oh he took off. He did. He took off quick. But the, I think the thing that, that The Rock does have over Austin is that, it, and it's going to sound like I'm shitting on The Rock, but The Rock never went through the territory system. Austin went through the territory system. Well, no, so, no, because, you know, The Rock was in Memphis. That's where he started it. Okay, yes, you're right. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong on that. You're absolutely right. I forgot about that. I forgot about that, but but you get what I'm saying with that. No, I yeah, I, I definitely understand because you, you know, Austin was Sunday what four or five years before he got his shot at WCW. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was that long, but it was somewhere in that range. So so the so um Stone Cold went through Memphis, then he went to um World Class Championship Wrestling, and then he ended up in WCW, and then he went to WWE. Yep. Yeah, had that had that yeah, run in ECW for a minute too. And, and yeah, ECW. Yeah. And then and the rest they say is history. Because I I don't think we will ever see anything like we see. And again, I I'll give the devil his due, but I don't think we'll ever see anything like a Hulk Hogan, a Stone Cold, or a Rock in wrestling ever again. Never. Never. I just don't not at the same time. No, we'll never see it again, period. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We'll because we'll never see that again, period. Never. Where where Hogan lacked in wrestling skill, and I'll say something about that in just a second. Where Hogan lacked in wrestling skill versus the rock and stone cold, he made up for in just his look. Yeah. Yeah. On top of that. At that time, that personality, it was it was over. And, he, and then he got the 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 uh, public relations team, not public relations, merchandising team, and and all that behind him at WWE, and it took off. Now he had somebody putting him out there where people could see him, and kids loved him. Yeah, and Austin was just. It wasn't exactly organic, but you didn't see that coming. There, there was nothing put really put behind Steve Austin. They're like, all right, here's your phone. Go out there and see what you do with it. And he took the ball and went with it. The one, what I was about to say a second ago, 
um, about The Rock, what he has over Austin, I think. Austin hurt his legacy there towards the end. And I'm not talking about the times where he's come back to make special appearances or what I'm talking about in his actual wrestling career. Because, and I realize, you know, you never know what works till you try something. But trying to be heel almost ruined him. Yeah, did. Well, but, but you know, he fought that. He fought that to the end, but that you know that went against him because he never wanted to do that. Yeah, I just he still say to this. He still say to this day he should have went him and uh, Vince standing in that ring at WrestleMania. He should have called that audible. Yeah, he he never wanted. Ain't nobody wants to see it. Yeah, he, he but he he never wants to do it. He never wants to do that. Yeah, I just. So that's, I think, to some degree, Austin hurt his legs. And another thing that hurts, and this is, again, outside of wrestling, another thing that hurts Austin in my eyes, um, and this is on a personal level for me, um, was his his history of violence against some of his ex-wives, some of two of his ex-wives. Yeah. And, and the rumors out there that, like, at home, he's free with the racial talk. So, I've, I've heard that as well. I don't know if that's true, but if it is, I yeah, I can't, I can't rock with it. No point. No. Well, I'm saying no. it right now. Hopefully, if it is true, I'm gonna go ahead and enjoy this song called IPA while I can. Actually, I got a can just sitting right in my refrigerator right now. Yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely heard that, and I, and to be honest with you, I think it's true. I would, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I wouldn't either, to be honest with you. I mean, I've heard the same things about Ric Flair before, though. Yeah. I've definitely heard about Ric, definitely. Yeah, because it and, wasn't and, just Teddy Long and, telling that story. No, it, was, it wasn't just Teddy Long, but once Teddy Long confirmed it, I was like, okay. And and that's maybe why I didn't, when we had to win the StarCast, why I didn't have a picture with him, because I, I I thought about that long and hard. And I'm like, no, nah, I, I can't do it. Yeah, I just I just couldn't pay what he was well wasn't necessarily him, it was the promoters, blah blah blah. But I couldn't I couldn't work with that price. Yeah. That I was mean, one of those things. Well go ahead, bro. My bad, bro. Yeah, I, I was gonna say because I don't I, I I didn't want it to be like my my meeting with Mick Foley, while it was a it was an honor to get to meet him, was extremely underwhelming. That's not a knock on him because I don't think it was his fault. I think it was scheduling coupled with the number of fans he had and for how long they had been waiting. But and yeah, the fact he, that he was locked out of his, his Twitter account. Right. So so meeting him to me, I was like, oh shit, it's Mick Foley. And it's like, hey, shake my hand. All right, next. I'm like, oh, well, damn. But yeah. I get it because he was late getting in there, not his fault. And he had a ton of fans to get through and he promised that he would stay until he got to every last fan. But I didn't want that with Rick Flair. I didn't want what that other dude had happened to him happen to me with Rick Flair. And it's just Yeah, that's right. They say man, never put your heroes on pedestals. Never you never want something like that. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, and all honesty, man, Rick Flair was on that was a bucket list decision right there. Rick Flair is one of the people I always want to just go shake his hand because I love watching him. 
growing up. And he just had he had an impact on my life in more ways I've ever told anybody about. So, you know, that's why that's why I went on ahead and went through for me. I mean, I guess you know what this might sound crazy, but some of that like unless you like if you unless you got caught on camera like Hope did, which that broke my heart. I ain't gonna lie. Place love Hope. If you get caught on camera, like, you know, talking like that or whatever, it's like, you know what? This ain't nothing but rumors. We don't know if it's true or not. So right now, I'm just going to go ahead and ride this way. Do I put it past anybody? No. Absolutely not. Um, I can't even sit here and say that. I don't say certain things about certain people or whatever. I do my best. As, you know, I, I'm mature. You know, I've scaled back a whole lot than what I was. But, you know, I just don't. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm like, people are people. They're going to say whatever it is they want to say. I just try not to take it personal unless they're saying it to me personally. Then that's when I, got, that's when I have an issue. So, or if they come out and they say something crazy and it's like, okay, you really, this is how you really feel, then I don't know. It's just a case by case basis for me. So, like, you, you know, so hey, a lot of them, everybody that I met with the sarcasm or whatever, that was a bucket, that was a, bu- that was a straight bucket list or whatever. I didn't really worry about. All the rest of the stuff, I guess, you know, so to speak, you get what I'm saying? Because there really wasn't no hard for me. There, were, there really wasn't no hard evidence to say that this is what actually happened. But he say, she say. But, you know, hey, I didn't have a bad experience with Rick, but I can tell he was a little annoyed. Nick was over there trying to uh, get his Twitter account back up. The best experience I had really was with the Godfather because he personalized it. So, you know, hey. So, let me ask this. Uh, to both of you, we talked about who was the biggest or most influential, whatever uh, wrestler ever. Most people are going to look for default purposes. They're going to look at singles wrestlers. Who do you think is the most influential tag team in wrestling history? I've said Road Warriors. Uh, the Road Warriors. Here. And the only reason I'm sitting here thinking it's not that I disagree with that. I'm trying to think of anything that even halfway compared to what they did. Uh, and I, I honestly can't think of anybody. Okay. So, uh, outside of the world wars, I would have to say, in my opinion, the Steiner brothers. Ah, okay. That one, that one kind of not not for any one particular reason, but that that answer kind of surprises me. So, so just think about what they did and the the move and the, the all the new moves they induced the world too. Like what they what the fuck they just do? Yep. Right. For you, so Brandon, the, now, the, the World Wars number one, then the Steiner Brothers number two. All right, um, Brandon, who do you think is is the most influential outside of the Road Warriors? Oh, we lost him. I didn't realize we lost him. Hopefully, he come back. Yeah, yeah. All he should have to. For me. Um, Tag team outside of the Road Warriors, I would, I would honestly go with the Freebirds. And I understand that. Yeah, I just, I, I think they brought like 
a whole different look for tag teams. And I just I can't I can't think of anything since them that they didn't influence in some way. So yeah. Now I'm trying to think of my third, so just so I can round it out with three. Um I think Brandon, so you can't get back in. All right. Well, crap. Kurt. Um, well, I don't know. It may cut you out. I was gonna see if you could um possibly call him and get him on through, but it may cut you out. So what do you say we go on and wrap it up since we can't get Brandon back in here? That's cool. So we'll we'll okay. we'll um hook back up later this week. Okay. And right. um I'm I'm gonna sit down this week and uh Try to. I want to try to start going by. We talk about things in order. Just tonight, we were all over the place, which is not bad, but just so we keep our our thoughts all together. Absolutely. So I'll call you um, tomorrow or Thursday, and we'll definitely get an agenda together, and then you know just go by the agenda every every Saturday. Okay. But, all right. All right, man. Later. Take care, everybody. That was episode two of the new improved wrestling with my thoughts. I want to say thank you to my fellow her- host, Hurst. I cannot talk. <laughs> fellow host, Brandon and Kurt. Man, I enjoy doing this with you guys, and I, I know we're only going to get better from here. Absolutely. All right. Y'all take care.